Previously on the Escape World, Magnus the Cobra and Kelvin meet Master Ogden, a master sorcerer. He told the trio about the dangers in their world and how they needed to stop King Melvin. And now for episode 6, The Forest of Doom. Well, what's the quest? said the snake. It's about escaping some dangerous forest, I think, said Magnus. You mean this forest, right? said Kelvin. Yup, said Magnus. So anyways, what is the name of this forest? And what more perils lie in front of us? This is the forest of doom, said Kelvin. And don't take this forest lightly, he said, starting to walk. There are dangers every... Whoa! Accidentally, Kelvin had interrupted his lecture and fallen into a ditch. Magnus and the cobra helped Kelvin out of the ditch. As I was saying, you must be careful in this forest because it can catch you off guard like how it did to me, said Kelvin. Yup, there is a perfect practical experiment, said Magnus. Please continue, Kelvin, said the cobra. So anyways, said Kelvin, this forest is extremely dangerous and we will really need to be on our guard if we want to live. No jokes. To be honest, I really do not know what to expect, but I have heard the tale of two brothers far too many times to have the guts to come into this forest. The tale of two brothers? asked Magnus. Just what I thought, said the snake. Come on, let me tell it to you. Long, long ago, when this land was ruled by the great king Borg, there was an attack, a barbaric one, by the neighboring kingdom under King Korg. King Borg knew that all of his people would suffer if he fought the battle. So, he decided to summon his court sorcerer, who is ironically Master Ogden. What? He's that old? said Magnus, rudely interrupting. Be quiet and listen to the story, said Kelvin. Anyways, said the cobra, Master Ogden heard the king's dilemma and decided to take action. He conjured a huge forest, the one in which we are situated in. He built it to be extremely complicated to get through and conjured up many hazardous dangers. And even if King Kong's forces managed to survive those dangers, he built it to be a maze so they would never reach King Borg's kingdom. Wait, so you are telling me that not only is this a hazardous forest, it is also a maze, said Magnus. Indirectly, yes, said the cobra. And also, why is it called the tale of two brothers if there are no brothers also in here? I really think I need to spell everything out for you. You silly guy. King Korg and King Borg are brothers, said the cobra. Really? said Magnus. And not just that. Kelvin and Melvin are brothers. But Kelvin comes from King Borg and Melvin comes from King Korg. So what are we going to do now? said Magnus, getting panicky. Oh, hold your horses, Magnus, said Kelvin. We will figure it out. Keep that thought with you, Kelvin, because I think I know what we are going to face next, 
said the cobra. I can't do this. Magnus was upset and unhappy. The cobra had told Magnus and Kelvin that the next obstacle that would be in their way was a life-size chessboard with a strategic position on it. They had to disguise themselves as chess pieces and solve the puzzle to continue their journey. I do not know the first thing about chess. What do you think I should do? grumped Magnus. Stop complaining. You may not know the first thing of the, about chess, and neither may I, but our friend Kelvin here is a chess master. Apparently, he won national tournament, if I am not wrong, said the cobra. Kelvin nodded in agreement. Magnus was disguised as a pawn or a soldier. The cobra was dis- dressed up as a rook or an elephant. Finally, Kelvin was disguised as a queen, the most valuable piece on the board. They walked on and on and on until they found an overhanging blanket of vines. They pushed it and lo and behold, there was a life-size chessboard with a few pieces on it. I know this position, said Kelvin. This is a famous position from the World Chess Championship. Magnus, you stand here. Cobra, you stand here. And I will stand here. They all took their positions. Just as Kelvin got into his square, there was a booming voice. Welcome, strangers. You are in a position of a game between Bobby Fischer and Boris Spassky. If you want to continue your journey, you must solve this position. The booming voice came to a stop. All right. Let us see. Hmm. Aha! I've got it, said Kelvin. Aha! I've got it, said Kelvin. Cobra, you move to the corner square. The cobra obliged. Next, it was the other team's turn. He moved his queen to the other side of the board in hopes of getting a checkmate. Now here's the difficult part, said Kelvin. In the game, Bobby Fischer sacrificed his queen. Right now, I am thinking, if I sacrifice myself, will I die? No, Kelvin, said the cobra. This is just physical chess. Just that if you sacrifice yourself, you will just not be there in a physical form. But once we solve the puzzle, you will be free. Okay said Kelvin. But remember, once I sacrifice myself, whatever move he plays, Magnus, you must move to the last square. Only then will I be restored to my physical form and the game will be over. Okay, I think I can remember that, said Magnus. Alright, three, two, one. Kelvin moved. It was a sacrifice. An amazing queen sacrifice. The other team had to take it, otherwise it would have just been a checkmate. Oh, Kelvin, said Magnus, as Kelvin disintegrated. Come on, Magnus, said the cobra. The faster you finish it, the faster Kelvin comes back. Magnus remembered what Kelvin had told him, and he moved to the exact same square. And lo and behold, it was a checkmate. The game was over. Kelvin came back to his physical form. 
Oh, that was not so bad, said Kelvin. Oh, really? said Magnus. Yeah, it just felt like all my innards were disintegrated and they were never going to come back together. That sounds bad, said the cobra. Meh, nothing, said Kelvin. So they walked on. They faced a huge mountain through which they climbed. It was not easy to climb that mountain since it was a bit slippery, but they managed it anyway. There were, there were, Kelvin had some rope with him because, you know, he was the king's brother. He always had something for every situation. At last, they had had enough. It had been a long day and it was night time. They settled down and was, uh, were about to go to sleep. Just then, there was a cricket. The cricket made a loud and sharp sound. It was more loud than what it normally used to make. What was that? said Magnus, jumping up. Oh, it's just the cricket, said the cobra. Go back to sleep. Magnus eased himself and went back to sleep. But again, the same cricket sound. Oh, that was so terrifying, said Magnus. Okay, this must not be a cricket. No cricket makes such a big sound, said the cobra. Tell you what, let's just follow the sound so that we can find out what is making it the noise, said Kelvin. So they followed the sound. It kept going on and on, but at last they reached the place of the sound. It was a sort of a camp with bright, bright fresh flashing lights. There was a sort of entrance flag on top and inside there were a few tents and a campfire and a few children. Um, uh, Cobra, could you please uh, read it for me? The top banner, you know, that one, said Magnus. Sure thing, said the Cobra, who obviously had much better nighttime vision than any of the two humans. All right. Let's see. He read it and then froze. Come on, speak up. What is written there? Said Kelvin. I do not think you are going to like this. Said the cobra. It says, The camp of King Melvin. Hey guys, Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Escape World. I'm getting really close to the climax and it's going to be an exciting story. Keep listening. Until then, bye from my end. 